ridiculous like that. I'm sure <laughs> like you can't chat with one another unless you pay money for it. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I'll go, I'll get us started. I'm already recording cause it always has a lag. So <clears throat> hello and welcome to the all new, all different number one comics podcast. Here's a bonus episode. We are doing Batman city of madness today, but first and foremost, we got Benny here. We got Nick, we got the whole crew. What's going on guys. How the hell are both of you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, doing <laughs> I was going to say, don't, don't, don't all rush to speak at the same time. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> it's always weird because it's like, who goes first? Does Benny yeah. go first or do <laughs> I go first? Yeah. Do Do you guys see it as Dan, Benny, and then me at the bottom? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. However, that is. Uh, oh, okay. in, in my screen, I'm first. Um, to the to the left, right? To the left, to the left. Yeah. Everything I own in a box to the left. Yeah. We'll go in clockwise speaking order. This is the teacher <laughs> in me just being like, okay, we're just gonna like focus and have time. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, if you're like, you just wait to like make sure like one of us has our hand raised and then you have to like, <laughs> call on us and everything. I think that's a. <laughs> well, if you're the host, then you're the teacher, so you call. Oh, on. well, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> yeah, hands raised. Um, you will not be uh, called upon unless your hand is raised first. No. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, fair enough. Benny, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I was just talking about some computer troubles, but I'm happy to be here for um, another episode. Yeah, we're happy to have you on, even if it is on your phone. Screw it. Who cares? Uh, whatever. <laughs> I have like a I, I'm trying to think this is like a like a 15 year old MacBook. So I'm surprised that it even powers on. So research that. <laughs> uh, Nick, welcome on. Uh, as always, how are you doing? Doing great. It's a lazy Saturday for me. Going to yes. going to hang out, chill around the house, drink some coffee. Just got a cat. That's why I have like a little cat thing. Oh, the cool. over here yeah but uh just got a cat so it's hiding somewhere but if it jumps up on my keyboard and like messes everything up then i'm sorry in advance. Yeah, that's okay we'll take a, a an appearance of the cat on the podcast why, <laughs> why the hell not uh yeah super Absolutely. cool that's a that's a cool like little cat tree thing you've got or i say little that's like a castle um it's pretty big. A, is, it, is it a kitten or is it like a fully grown cat or oh no it's a fully grown cat i'm taking oh, okay. I'm taking it from uh, one of my coworkers because they they don't want it so i was like i'll try it out and if i don't like it it's kind of like a rental program <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like I'll, i'm gonna take it for four weeks see how it works and if it works well then i'll keep it cool yeah, yeah that's awesome uh yeah well uh aside from pets um yeah we've got batman city of madness now this is like dude this is a crazy book i was I was sitting here trying to write notes a little bit earlier. You know, I read the book like for the first time yesterday and I reread it today. And I thought I'd, you know, try to make some notes and everything. This is like not even a book. Like, I mean, this is, this is good. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, but if I had to explain this to somebody else, like what I just read or something, like trying to recollect everything that happens in this book. And even just for notes, I was like, I'm not writing notes. We'll just organically sit here and talk about it because holy shit, <laughs> there's a lot of ideas going on in this thing. This is this is crazy. But this is from Christian Ward uh, or Ward or uh, I, I say Ward. I don't know how you guys say that. But uh, no are you guys familiar with Christian Ward stuff? Either of you have any uh, experience? With them? I think I've heard of the name, but I don't recognize what else he would have worked on. But um, yeah. He he kind of did like uh, like he does this like he'll write and illustrate and color so like the whole package he's done an aquaman miniseries it's like andromeda or something like that i can't remember the exact name of it but like again like very stylized like this like very i i can't think of this color palette like what exactly you call it but it's got a kind of got the same like vibe going on to it 
Uh, he's done some artwork on the G Willow Wilson invisible kingdom book, which is like top tier. Like if you've never read invisible kingdom, um, like top notch, like one of the greatest books ever really, really cool book, but yeah, dude's been around. Like he's done some stuff. Most of the stuff that I see him doing, like he's an illustrator for, but he's dipped into writing a little bit here and there. Like I said, with the Aquaman book and stuff, but uh, really, really cool. Again, like I, I think that it's it's becoming like a thing. I end up saying this phrase or word in every episode, but like very stylized, if that means anything to anybody. Like, you know, it's not that that stark like stock like house art for for any publisher or anything. Just really kind of has its own thing going on and a really unique perspective in the writing too. Um, yeah, the style almost pops out of the page at times. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Really, really outstanding stuff. Uh, I do want to read the synopsis before we get into it, but it is like a hell of a synopsis. So, I mean, I guess get comfortable for a sec, but uh, I'll go ahead and read it uh, from DC site. Visionary creator Christian Ward unleashes a cosmic horror epic featuring the Court of Owls. Buried deep beneath Gotham City, there exists another Gotham. This Gotham below is a living nightmare populated by twisted mirrors of our Gotham citizens fueled by their fear and hatred flowing down from above. For decades, the doorway between the cities has been sealed and heavily guarded by the Court of Owls. But now the door swings wide and the twisted version of the Dark Knight has escaped to trap and train a Robin of his own. Batman must form an uneasy alliance with the court and its deadly allies to stop him and to hold back, sorry, the wave of twisted supervillains. Nightmarish versions of his own nemesis, each one worse than the last. That's spilling into the streets. Sorry for my uh, reading there. I'm, I'm, I, I will blame it on my glasses, but I, I'm also a bad reader, so there's that. But uh, visionary writer-artist Christian Ward unleashes his cosmic horror take on Batman's world in tribute to disturbing Dark Knight classics like Batman Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Asylum and Batman Gothic. You'll never look at Batman's villains the same way again. You simply won't have the stomach for it. So that's their synopsis. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool concept here. And like, I, I think I'm, I like the book a lot. I'll say that, but I'm more excited about like what they might bring in with some of the other villains and stuff from this like Gotham Below or whatever they're calling it. That part's really got me like, mind blown um what did you guys think i guess i will start with instead of like breaking it down narratively or whatever because like i said that's going to be a huge swing I don't, I don't think i'll be able to do it but what did you guys think of the depiction of like harvey dent in this the, the two-faced depiction Ooh, uh so right off the bat i have to say this is honestly the best i've seen two-faced um maybe ever yeah it <laughs> has a really really distinct style with it um it has that very iconic setting with Two-Face where half of a room is really prim and proper and the other half is decaying and in ruins uh, just to match with his face. And mm -hmm. his new uh, bodyguards are kind of uh, switched up. Usually they're just mimicked after how he looks, but now they're split down the middle like he is, uh, and which is leading to a bit of infighting, which is very entertaining yeah. yeah i really loved that because you got like this you know like you said half the room in business suits or whatever and then the other half like i i don't know about you i don't know about you nick but like i always love it you know being a kid of like the the 90s and all of that um 
whenever like the bad guys are like you know kind of modeled after like punk rock people like you know the the street punks from like the the 80s and 90s where you know yeah, like they came straight out of the like, new york subway or something yeah. <laughs> yeah leather jackets liberty spikes all of that i'm like i, I love that thing I, I think it's really cool but uh yeah, I agree with you, Benny. This depiction of Two-Face, I, I think it's probably my favorite I've ever seen. I don't know if, if there's anything I can think of that tops it. It's really, really cool. Very visually awesome. Um, I think they did do... Uh, I like how someone called him Mr. Half-Face. <laughs> I think it was like he kidnapped... He ki I loved... Everything was juxtaposed in the beginning. It was yeah. half the building is messed up. Half of his goons are messed up. Half of... What was the other half? Oh, he kidnapped... half one half of a celebrity twin like they, i was like Whoa, like everything is half like he kidnapped one half of a, a celebrity twin twins or whatever i loved mm -hmm. that the um i loved how um normal they made two-face seem he didn't yeah. seem like some crazy like guy even though like the art kind of reminds me of um a little bit of like arkham asylum like yeah. the, uh -huh. the old batman book arkham asylum and grant morrison and uh like the other half of his face is very like cartoony and mm -hmm. like crazy but uh i just i just loved how they depicted him and the fact that he's like a sensible two-face and he's just trying to like he's talking to batman like a like he's like hey i didn't come here to like fight with you i just wanted to call you in because we got something going on and it's bad for all of us i love that he does it in a really interesting way as well where he has to trick his bad side just to get a meeting with Batman. And I really love that internal conflict with himself that he's always at odds with himself. Yep. Yeah. And aside from the art, because uh, we'll, we'll get into it, but the art is just epic in this thing. But like, I really like the storytelling aspect that Christian Ward, Ward is doing here. Um, it, it's, it's like super unique. And he's like, it's almost like he's covering every single base. He wants to make sure like, you know, if he was a screenwriter or whatever, like he's like, you're not poking any holes in my plot. Like there's no plot holes. Like everything makes sense. Like I've covered this on the back end. Like he's really doing a lot of that, like really, really lifting a lot of weight here, which uh, of course he is. I mean, he's illustrating and scripting the whole thing, but um, yeah, just, just super cool. Now we have Two-Face here and like, I think the synopsis kind of says, and, and I have heard an interview, I think I was listening to, it might've been AIPT comics, uh, that podcast. They did have him on to talk about this book like a couple of weeks back, I think. Um, but, it, you know, there will be other other Gotham villains in here. There'll be other like, you know, Batman rogues or whatever in, in this book uh, that come up later. Of course, you know, to probably battle the what's he called? Batman Below. Is that is that that's what they yeah. call him? In this? Yeah. yeah. Which is a, a really cool name. Yeah. Fits his yeah. vibe and everything. But um, is there anybody like you guys are like really hoping to see? I, I would love to hear. uh you know, maybe like your top pick, like we already got Harvey Dent, so you can leave that off the table. Um, but, you know, is there any other Batman rogues that you'd really, really love to see in this thing? You know, that's an interesting um, question because like, yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't read the synopsis, so I didn't know like yeah. if this was just going to be like a Two-Face and Batman type of team up type of story. I didn't know that there was going to be other villains, but yeah, I'd have to think about that. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure I'm... what I want to see. I'm yeah, personally yeah. hoping for a uh, man patch scenario because <laughs> I really think that Lord's depiction of him could be super killer and creepy. Yeah, yeah like no, I'm with different you. Batmans running around. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, 
Batman, man, bat. Yeah. Um, and and what about like the really stylized version of of Batman that we're getting in the shadows there? Like with the, you know, I, I mean, obviously, you know, Todd McFarlane, lots of other people, you know, have done like the insane flowing cowl, you know, the the cape like that just goes on for 12 blocks or whatever, and and the the huge uh you know ears and everything, but um yeah, a man bat, God, that could just be so, I don't know. I'm just like imagining like kind of grotesque and, and cool and like, you know, just feature some of that real bat imagery on, on there. That that would be really cool. I'm kind of hoping, look, I'll, I'll say this and I don't know how you guys are on this. Like this is usually not like a popular opinion. So maybe like hot take alert or whatever, but like, I'm not the biggest fan of the Joker. I don't really like the Joker. I think like, uh, I don't what know a hot take that is. Yeah, that's a really hot take. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> the hottest right? of takes, I think. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh I, I love to see you know them play with other Batman villains. I think there's a lot, a lot of really cool ones. One of my favorites, and there's no chance in hell he'll make it into the book, is Mr. Bloom. I think that that's a really awesome uh <laughs> character if you're familiar with the new 52 uh, Mr. Bloom villain. But um, I don't know, I'd like to see Catwoman in here. I think that that would be really, really cool. Uh but yeah, I think there's, it just kind of opens the door for like a lot of different, you know, characters to be in here and like a really different take on them. Uh, since, since, you know, essentially the, uh, the, the, I don't know, the doorway has been open for this Gotham below to, to see kind of what comes out of it. So, I think yeah, it was uh, mentioned in the synopsis, but they're, um, they're kind of dark reflections of the city above and, yep. I think Christian Ward uh, will be able to really visualize what's going on in the headspace for a lot of his villains. Because if the first issue is showing us anything, it's that he's really good at depicting on panel kind of what's going on in the heads of people. Um, in mm -hmm. particular, Alfred stood out to me with how kind of morose and saddened he is just with uh everything that's going on at the moment yeah the alfred thing was was really cool how about you know all that like of course i think in regular continuity alfred's dead or something i don't know alfred's not there but uh but you know to kind of go back alfred's like alive like you know and, and, and doing pretty well and everything but um but he's writing these letters every night and then he burns them so that way uh you know bruce never reads them nobody they'd never get out nobody ever reads them uh just like a, a weird take on Alfred, but a really cool take, uh, kind of somber. Like it's got this weird tone to it. I, I don't know. He seems just kind of alone and kind of sad there. <laughs> it seems the like the most realistic take of Alfred. Yeah. Instead of being like so gung-ho about helping out Batman and being that wise older father figure, mm -hmm. it seems like he's just he's always at the house. It's the yep. biggest house like in the world, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? Looks like, it, it, yeah. like Bruce Wayne's mansion is like the biggest house. And he's just there by himself. And I, well, we did see uh, Barbara Gordon, I think, in mm -hmm. this. So, yep. I mean, people show up every now and then, but for the most part, like Alfred's never had, like, well, maybe he has. I'm not like the biggest bat. Like, people, when people read Batman, they read like everything Batman. Yeah. yeah. Has, Alfred, has Alfred ever had like a love interest? I mean, I would imagine in all the, you know, 8 billion issues of Batman and Detective and all the spinoffs and everything, there's probably something. But but yeah, I'm with you. I think he, that he's normally just alone. Yeah, he's never... He can he's certainly never get it if he wants to. 
<laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> yeah, if he hooked up like a Tinder profile or something, he'd be like, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just depict him how I would normally imagine someone who's like an older person looking out for like a younger person who's mm -hmm. sad because Batman's sad. Like Batman's like he's just always distraught and always beating up people and like he's taking out all of his frustrations on others. <laughs> like and Alfred just has to help him because he has to be that older father figure. And it's kind of like wearing down on him. And I think, honestly, I think where this is going with Alfred is like kind of like not in a good, I don't think it's going well for Alfred. Like I, in the rest of this story, I can't see it going well for him. I'm with you to kind There's of- There's a part where it just talks about he's sinking down and down. And I think that near the end of this story, we're going to see a dark reflection of Alfred that Batman might even Ooh. have to fight at some Ah, I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing something like that. You know, of course, like they're opening the book almost with, with you know, this narrative from from Alfred and these letters and everything. And like, yeah, I mean, something's got to give. There's not that's not there for no reason, of course. Like, not to just paint him as you know, Batman's always out and he's always there alone or whatever. Like, I, I, I would imagine there's a little bit more to it, especially with all of the groundwork that that Christian Ward is 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 laying. Uh, yeah, I. I, I can't wait to see some of that. Um, I, I think the, again, this book is all over the place. If I had to recollect every single thing that happens in it, it's never going to happen. But, uh, you know, a big point of this book and maybe, maybe the purpose of it, I'm, I'm not too sure, but this Robin, uh, this potential, you know, new Robin that, uh, mm -hmm. that the Batman below takes. And um, I, I guess I'm assuming, you know, he's going to take him off and, and go train him at his own Robin and that's going to work out however it works out or whatever. But, uh, you guys have any thoughts of this, um, anything you're expecting to see anything you want to see or just kind of see how it goes or, or what? I, I like the, I like the Robin aspect. The, um, it reminded me a little bit of uh Batman 89 that just came out. It was like a okay. five issue, uh, where they continue the story of the, uh, Michael Keaton Batman. Mm -hmm. And, they it's kind of like inner city kid trying to look for some justice, looking for some uh, retribution and he becomes Robin. He becomes uh, Michael Keaton's Robin. So it's kind of like the same type of situation going on. That was mm -hmm. probably the thing that I didn't remember the most out of this book. Cause it's like <laughs> a, it's like a court of owls book, which we yeah. haven't even talked about court of owls yet, exactly. but like the entire yeah. thing is based on the court of owls. It's mm -hmm. straight out of, um, uh scott snyder's uh run on batman so talon his the version of talon in this is like amazing yes yeah, uh, already away from the robin <laughs> thing but <laughs> but like that if like the the whole talent thing the um i loved the 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 business aspect of the court of owls are like a business and mm -hmm. uh if someone disagrees with something that's going on with the business they just take them out i love how they called that guy he was like uh talking to that one guy and he's like huh i've never seen this elevator before when he was about to take him out and he was calling him like a mouse he's like you don't go squeaking around like a mouse he's like i don't know if you know this but owls eat mice and i was yep. like oh yeah this that was so, <laughs> that was so yeah. cool so cool i love this depiction of the court of owls yeah uh, very I cool and, and and intense like it's very uh this is like a violent book um there's yeah. there's some violence that goes on in this thing uh, especially with, um, you know, Talon and, and, you know, right there, the, the court of owls. And then we have that later scene with, I don't know if it's, is it the terrible trio. Is that, is that what their name is? The, 
the the kids like with the with the animal face masks on. Oh, I, think I that's the name, know. right? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> the name of their I group. Yeah, I'm not. The no, I, I'm pretty sure they're called the Terrible Trio or something like that. Terrible Three, something like that. But uh, but yeah, um, they they've definitely made appearances uh, throughout uh, the DC universe a little bit here and there. But uh, yeah, uh, violent violent book. And one of the things that I love about DC Black Label is the fact that and and you'll have to excuse me for a second because you know I I try not to like be too. I don't know, explicit or anything on this podcast, but whatever, you know, we're, we're talking black label, so it's okay. But, uh, you know, it's very violent. We can show somebody like get behead, beheaded, you know, things like that. But like you can't say shit or something like that's a problem. You know, you got to kind of block that out. Um, so I always think that's funny when I'm reading these comics and, and uh, they've got to be censored in a way with the language. So they could be like uber, uber violent, but it's like, Hey, tone it down. It's not, it's not have the F word in there or anything, but um but but yeah just uh really really cool and i think christian ward is is like pushing as hard as he can here this isn't something that like we've never seen before it's not like we've never seen like a really like messed up take of batman or like a, a different kind of batman or whatever like all of that kind of thing you know has happened like a million times but so I'm not going to sit here and try to say like, this is the most groundbreaking book in the entire world or anything like that. Every Batman book is just a reinterpretation of Batman in some way. And, and some of the Batman villains in the story of Batman, that's, that's all it is. It's all it's going to be. No one's going to reinvent the wheel on that. I don't think, but, um, but this is a really cool uh, take and a really cool depiction in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if you guys have like any other, you know, favorites or anything this reminds you of i know nick you were talking about arkham asylum this is like supposed to be kind of like the spiritual sequel to arkham asylum um serious or something serious oh a serious earth house on serious earth or something there like you that. go there you go yeah yeah i think that's something like that yeah um, yeah so somewhat of a sequel to that uh again like not not the same but you know like a spiritual sequel or something but uh i don't know does is this kind of standing on its own for you guys does this remind you of anything else this is pretty new to me style-wise. Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan of the high contrast colors with the uh, kind of dark purples and blues with the bright and cutting oranges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I th I, yeah. I, if we're going to talk about the art now, the art yeah. is... I, I Honestly, when I was reading this, it all came to... A, like a climax for me when talon meets the batman below like halfway mm -hmm. through the book it's like almost halfway through the book and there's this big circle around and it's just like reflections of what's going on there's this big yep. circle that's underneath um talon's hand that he gets hit with the battering and that yeah. when i saw that i was like this is next level art that is one of the coolest panels i have seen in a very very long time and I've been so privileged <laughs> to every time I do a, a podcast on this thing is when we read a book, there's always a panel that I'm like, wow, that panel like blows me away or like that. Just the idea of that panel, like how he thought of it. I was like, that is one of the coolest things I've seen in a very long time. The, the paneling was really interesting. At first, it seemed pretty typical and uh kind of house style but 
as you flipped each page, it seemed to progress and get more interesting. Like Batman's shadow would blend into other panels and other silhouettes. Mm-hmm. And as I got to agree with you there. That page with the Batman below and centered saying finally was definitely the standout panel in this comic. Yeah, like, and there's is, there's yeah. like so many too. Like it's it's uh, I, I agree with you. That is uh, if, if we're if we're you know announcing awards for for best panel or, or best page or whatever. That's that's that takes the cake. But there's so many things in here that are just outstanding. Like you know the kind of Batman in the shadows and how that's flowing and everything. The uh, the the Batthulu the <laughs> the Cthulhu Batman. You know the the Lovecraftian Batman face. Uh, amazing looking here. Um, just some really, really outstanding art. And then that color palette that's going along with it. Uh, you just mentioned it a minute ago, like, you know, how the purples and the oranges and everything are like cutting through and, and all of that. And, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that I really want to say is, you know, aside from, from this depiction of the Batman below, because I think that that's probably my favorite thing in the entire world here. I think that it's, it's really cool. It's really amazing. I really, I want the, I, I hope at some point we get some kind of explanation. You know, why does he have an octopus face? What's going on? Like, what 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 is that? Or Cthulhu face or whatever. But uh, I I I go back to Two Face. You know, this depiction of Two Face. This depiction of you know the sketchiness like over the other side of his face. Um, you know, some of that that's going on and everything. I love it. It's such a a really really cool look, and it's something that uh, again, like I don't feel like I've ever seen before. Something very very original, and it's like. It's capturing in the art what I think of when I think of Harvey Dent, like what's going on in his head or whatever. Uh, it's 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 a very good visual representation of kind of I don't know his his you know multiple personalities that he has or or whatever whatever he has dissociative identity. I'm not sure what what Harvey Dent has. I, I guess just you know some trauma from what happened and then that turned into some kind of mental illness. But uh, but whatever's depicted there, it's just really really wonderful the the way that it's laid out here so yeah and i just want to like point out christian yeah, words please. is basically storytelling through his art not only is he telling the story with words but there's uh, there's also another panel that really stood out to me where it was batman was driving to arkham mm-hmm. and it shows arkham but it shows the outline of uh amadeus arkham i think it's Ar- yeah. amadeus yeah, yeah, it's Amadeus. Um, uh, Amadeus Arkham, and it's the outline of his head, like Arkham was in his head because he's the guy who built it. And there's a road, a red road leading to the red head. And I was like, man, like it's just like that right there. You didn't have to have any words. Yeah, you you had words, but you know exactly what's going on. You know that some guy had this idea of a place, and he literally just told us through um, the panels in the in the art. That that's mm-hmm. exactly what Batman was going to, and that's exactly what why Arkham was built. It's crazy to me; <laughs> like it's insane. One yeah. uh, tiny detail I picked up on a reread is that a lot of the time, Harvey's kind of popped out stylized eye is looking in a different direction from his other eye, which uh, well, that's cool. Really I didn't pick that up. Awesome. Home, which really sent us home the split between them, and there's another moment where. They're approached by someone else uh, who we are definitely going to talk about. And <laughs> they both say the same thing, but in separate speech bubbles, which is really neat. Oh, wait, which part are you talking about? Um, When 
Uh, I'm not sure how to, what to call him, but we should get into it. When the other Two-Face appears to talk to him, he questions who he is, and it's two separate speech bubbles coming out of Two-Face. Oh. Yeah, I guess I didn't pick that up. Um, is that the panel where um, he's he's split? Like, on, on one side, it's it's the half of his face. The other side, it's the really crazy stylized, and in the middle of them is, is Batman? Oh, um, I know what you're talking about now. I could, I sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Benny. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about now. I, uh -huh. It was at the it was at the end. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Yeah, yeah the very end. end. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Go ahead, Benny. I didn't mean to cut you off. No way. Uh, speak, but speaking of, what about that other two face with the third <laughs> yeah. bottom half? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you're talking. I was like. Wait a second. That that's another <laughs> thing that happened in this book. <laughs> exactly. It's so I mean, much I, uh, yeah. You could talk about this book for hours, you know, and they'd be like, "Oh shit, that happened." Oh my god. <laughs> there's there's so much going on here. Um, so many ideas. I look. I I will say this. I I love this. I think that it's really really cool, and I like it a lot. This could have been split in half for me. That that would have uh, definitely helped out a little bit. But I do like it. I'm not. I'm not dissing it or anything. Um, I know a lot of times, especially whenever they're coming out with like a three or four part or something, they like to really jam pack that first issue. And actually, I come to think of it, I think most uh, black label books are are like double size issues anyway, from what I remember. But yeah, there is a lot in here to to try to remember. So this is do you, Benny. Do you think that this Two Face is is something that came out of the 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 portal from the below or do you think that this oh, is yeah. just is is that what you think i think that's for sure his dark reflection or maybe not dark because it seems like it does want to help out but <laughs> it's hard to tell with harvey uh how well he's going to uh, where his intentions lie because he's i mean very hard to get a beat on where his head's at right yeah because now you have four faces yeah <laughs> too many faces it's too many fa maybe that's what they should call them in this book they should call them too many faces <laughs> yeah um yeah there's there's a lot uh but yeah um I'm, I'm glad you picked that up any because that's not something i mean i i read it and i you know comprehended but yeah now that you're pointing that out yeah that's like a whole nother layer there that i wasn't even you know really thinking about so uh really cool that and and that just kind of proves it this is this is so densely packed. Like this is definitely worth like a second, a third read, whatever to like really kind of take all of it in. Uh, maybe even just a read where you ignore the dialogue and just like, flip through and look at the art or something too, because there's so much, I, I feel like, you know, at least for me, like it did suffer from that. Like there's so much uh, jam packed in here that I wanted to be able to appreciate the art a little bit more. And I was like, kind of caught up, like I need to read what's going on. You know, I need to make sure I understand the story well or whatever. Um, but I would have loved like a, a few more panels or, or a few more pages with like a little bit less dialogue. I know they had to get the story out that they got, but, uh, but yeah, I'd be able to uh, appreciate this art a little bit more because it's just really outstanding, really, really good stuff. Uh, yeah. If I was a frugal man, which I am, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want as much stuff in a book for my dollars. You know what I mean? And Christian <laughs> Ward has awarded me with some of the coolest panels yeah. and some of the, some of the, the most interesting takes on the characters that I've read in recent memory, at least um, besides like, I forgot who wrote it, but there was another one where 
uh oh man it was so demented too it was a different batman book it was by some some guy who was super like and it it was by i think the guy who did um arkham asylum with the the crazy dark um artistry and illustrations Mm -hmm. Uh, besides that which was an interesting take uh i forgot what it was called but oh well it slipped my mind uh (laughs) but i want as much jam packed into a comic as as possible and this is totally delivered so i thank christian ward for giving me my money's worth yeah yeah you got it here this was what i think a 6.99 cover price i believe yeah, worth worth every penny of that. I mean, this is definitely like a, you know, at the very least, like, you know, worth like a $10 book all day. Like there's so much in here, so many ideas and, and so much to go through. Uh, I don't think that, uh, again, like at the top of this, like I said, like I don't think I would be able to like properly like narratively like break this down or anything. So I'm going to I'm gonna leave that off the table and kind of like, you know, we, we've said what we said about the book. Uh, I would like to ask you guys, um, you know, the – well, I, I would like to ask you, you know, aside from from that panel, um, you know, that you pointed out earlier uh, with the with the circle and everything, um, mm-hmm. is there is there anything else in there that just really stood out to you guys in, uh, you know, art wise? Um, I'm looking at a panel right now. I think that I'm, I'm looking at it digitally, so I believe it's a full page. But uh, it's it's the the Batthulu, the the Batman below. And he's got the beheaded uh, member of the terrible trio there, the the shark head. And he's kind of got it like, you know, towards his mouth and, and his dialogue balloon says he can't hurt you uh, now, child. Um, just and there's blood everywhere and it's just insane. I think that is probably for me the coolest panel I've seen in a Batman book in a very, very long time. Anything else art wise that stood out to you guys? The whole terrible trio, how the animal heads were depicted so violent and vitriolic they were it seems like a lot of the animal personal personality actually bled into theirs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no i'm with you there definitely uh really really cool how 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 he did that and made it look like you know less of uh less of that mask thing and more of you know that was kind of what was going on with him yeah i i like that a lot too i liked the um the uh um the panels where the the boy who will become maybe become a Robin below. Yep. I like uh, maybe he will. Uh, I liked <laughs> when he was in that city, and it was very um, Blade Runner like, yeah. very mm-hmm. neon lights everywhere, and very dark and blue. And he's looking for the guy who killed his dad. And then it goes into the flashback, and the flashback is just sketches mm-hmm. and green watercolor. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, because that's how we see what's going on in his head from a time past. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And then it just goes straight into the, uh, it like fades away from the watercolor and from yeah. the sketches and goes back into the regular art. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like he's coming out of the memory and he's looking for that guy. <laughs> I really liked that a lot. There's literally every panel I could probably talk about it, <laughs> though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so, so good. Uh, oh, we didn't even yeah. talk about how Talon got his arm cut off by Batman <laughs> Below. And then at the end, he's like just some big hunking dude, like <laughs> at the end where they're remaking him. They're, yep. they're like remaking uh, the talent to to be like a better version or something, which would be kind of cool. Uh, very. Yeah. Just insane. Uh, again, like how dense this book is, how much is in here. Um, so so then I guess, you know, kind of the last thing that I want to talk about is is that cliffhanger that that we're leaving on. Not really a cliffhanger, but, you know, uh, we got the Batman below and he's got uh, the Robin in his arms or the potential Robin, hopefully. And, and he's carrying him off. And, uh, 
and of course that final uh, uh, word balloon says uh, he means to make a Robin out of him. Um, uh, Batman below has the boy and he, he's, he uh, means to make a Robin out of him. So is, is that enough to draw you guys in? Do you guys, uh, are you interested in picking up issue number two of this book? So I got a bit of a crackpot theory that does, uh, you have me really interested in picking Good. up more. I, of I love the crackpot theory, so please. <laughs> Let's hear the I, I think that this kid who is kind of being groomed by the Batman below to be the new Robin is actually going to turn into a new anarchy. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm getting some of this from... Uh, he seems very, very angry with yeah. the whole kind of system of gotham right now just seeing it um and going down the streets he's offered drugs um and illicit services from somebody who also wants him to be a robin uh he has that classic red hoodie and mm. it is filled with so much rage and vengeance that i think that the batman below is going to try to make him a robin but there's no way he can succeed and it's going to screw this kid up worse than he's already been screwed up and he's just going to break into something and try and change the city in a probably violent way i love it yeah i was i was gonna say i mean <laughs> i i really like that i don't even know if uh, look, that's that's pretty eye-opening that's probably not even a crackpot theory that <laughs> yeah that's like a great theory that's yeah, like, like really i don't even cool. think that that's crackpotish at all i think yeah, that's yeah, probably might well be happy i think it's because the red hoodie thing right <laughs> there was like, also right after it um there was the word anarchy just in bolds when one of the um, court of owls mentioned it that uh, that might be me reaching, but I am going to check out the other books just in hope that my theory comes true. Yeah, I can say this, you know, if Christian Ward's out there listening, uh, you know, if, if that's not what he's going to do, then he's going to create another spinoff series just to uh, to turn that Robin into uh, Anarchy instead. So, yeah. <laughs> get Christian Ward on here and take our ideas. I mean, yeah, Benny's ideas, yeah, right. not that's my right. ideas. <laughs> Benny, you'll get credit. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll so get credit, Benny. In the back of the book. But <laughs> Next time we'll be like, who's Benny? We came up with that. <laughs> yeah, that was Yeah, no last name. No last name. <laughs> uh, I, I, if that theory works that's perfect i actually like the idea that um two-face is so the batman villains have never been able to get rid of the batman right mm -hmm. yeah. i do like the idea that two-face might be using so when we said that two-face's uh sane self is using the the messed up self in order to get batman to come maybe the messed up Two-Face is actually using regular Two-Face to get Batman to be destroyed by the Batman below. So that's why he's getting Batman to try and get rid of this Batman below in order to get rid of the Batman. I mean, that would be an easy way, right? Especially if this Batman below has no rules, no, he doesn't care. He's some crazy creature. It's like, if we can't do it as villains, we got to get someone else to do it. So let's get Batman to follow that guy. I like the idea of uh, manipulating somebody who thinks they're manipulating you, and when it's the <laughs> same person, that's wild. Yeah, it's a chess move within himself. Harvey <laughs> needs a therapist. <laughs> and now yeah. we have four faces, so now it's like really a head scratcher. Like, is this 
two face manipulating the other two faces crazy stuff or do you charge them for personality or (laughs) god yeah then that therapist is making some money so yeah (laughs) oh god yeah um well oh yeah and by the way i would totally get the next issue if that that's what you were asking so yeah yeah no absolutely yeah and for the art alone same here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be picking up the uh, the second issue of this. Is really, really good. I really want to see where it's going. I hope that uh, that it's a little less dense. I hope they just you know start uh, it, you know explaining a little bit more and, and introducing a little bit less. But either way, if nothing else, uh, just to look at uh, the the Bat here. I'm I'm really into that. So really, really cool character design and all of that. Really great artwork. Uh, but yeah, I think that that answers the question then. Um, uh, very positive from all three of us. We all enjoyed the book and we all plan to continue on to the second issue. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I guess that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about Batman City of Madness, issue number one. Uh, we, and- we've run into the same problem where we don't have much bad to say about a new book. <laughs> yeah. And it always sucks whenever you don't have anything bad to say, you know, it's hard. Uh, You you think that, um, you know, it would be very easy to critique something. I mean, how many times do you read a book, you know, a new comic book and like, you know, there's things that were good. There's things that were, you know, bad. There was, you know, left turns that you, you know, weren't really expecting taking, you didn't want to take or whatever. Uh, But this doesn't really have any of that. It's just, again, for me, it's a little dense, but I can definitely forgive that for everything that has positive going for it. Yeah, that's really the only bad thing I can say about it. So a really good problem to have. Um, uh, you know, hell yeah, Christian Ward, keep it up. Uh, let's keep this thing going. Very, very awesome. Um, yeah, and 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 I guess that's that's all I have left to say about it. Unless you guys got anything else, please, or anything else you guys want to say, then come on. Um, go enjoy the artwork in person. This is a phenomenal book, and you will not regret buying it. Yeah, completely yep. agreed. Absolutely agree. <laughs> I can't wait awesome. to can't wait to read the second issue. Yeah, likewise. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, thank you, audience, so much. This has been the all new, all different number one comics podcast bonus episode on Batman City of Madness. You know where to find us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, all of the usual places. And, uh, you know, to use the hashtag all new, all different nation. If you want me to send you a copy of this uh, beautiful, beautiful Christian Ward uh batman book all you have to u- do is use the hashtag all new all different nation on social media post of your choice to be entered in the giveaway and uh yeah thank you guys so much see you next time see ya if i can find